Welcome to the Business Rents Podcast, where we have real conversations about the journey to being the best leader you can be in the workplace and at home. Welcome to the Business Rents Podcast. Um, on Business Rents Podcast, we are talking about the journey of being a great leader and being a great parent and balancing those two and the struggles that go along with with trying to do both at a high level you know it's it's really challenging to lead in the marketplace and it is really challenging to lead at home and so to try to do both well um is it it can be an unbelievable struggle and a lot of people go through that struggle alone and so we're excited to have just honest and transparent conversations about what that journey looks like and and hear from our guests on how they've navigated that journey and hopefully encourage people and let them know they're not alone and that um, we can hopefully challenge you and inspire you to uh, be a better leader and a better parent and enjoy the journey. Um, today, we are extremely excited and privileged to uh, welcome our guest. She is a high-performing real estate agent. And I'm going to kind of pause in between these things because I want to let the weight of them separately land. A high-performing real estate agent, a mom of four, and a military spouse. Um, so uh, we are excited to welcome Caitlin Morey to the podcast today. Thanks for being with us, Caitlin. Hey, thanks for having me. It's it's absolutely our pleasure. And I'd like to share a little bit about why um, we invited you today. You know, and, and we're actually meeting for the first time out loud today. We've interacted um, digitally on, on Messenger and, and on social networks, but never actually talked out loud. And so we haven't had a chance to share with you, but, um, you know, Corey and I have been in the real estate space for about eight years now. In four years, we were on the real estate side. And for about four years, we've been on the lending side. And so we have a real appreciation for um, what real estate agents go through on, uh, on a daily basis and what it looks like to try to do that at a high level. And then we also have raised four children just like you. And so we're, we're a little bit further along, I think, age-wise, but um, we have that in common. And so we can relate to what that looks like. And then we also recently, the last few years, have had the privilege of having a son who's in the military and he's married and has two little girls. And so while, while it's not uh, firsthand necessarily, we've had the privilege of watching what it looks like to be a military family and just the uh, the sacrifices and the challenges that come along with that. And so um, if you're trying to do any of these things, if you're trying to be a high performing real estate agent, or if you're trying to be a mom to four children, or if you're trying to be a military spouse, any one of those three on their own is a big undertaking, but to be able to uh, do all three at once is 
is pretty dang remarkable and we just have a, a ton of appreciation and respect and um just amazement um that you're able to do all three and we've had the privilege of of seeing a little bit of your journey on facebook and just you know the things that you're doing with your kids and in real estate and what those things look like and so um when i say we're honored to have you here um but i i can't overstate that because it's amazing to um to think about what it looks like on a daily basis to do all three of those things and so um Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking the time with us. And if you would, um, <clears throat> sorry, just uh, share a little bit more maybe about your journey in real estate and what that has looked like. And then, you know, what it's what it's like for you also being a mom of four and, you know, uh, being a military spouse and just just those things, if you don't mind to share, share with us. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. And that was such a warm, sweet welcome. Totally makes me want to blush. <laughs> I know we are our own worst critics, so we hold ourselves to high standards. So hearing somebody else say the things that we strive for, um, it, it feels great. Juggling being a military spouse, a mom of four, and a high-producing real estate agent sounds like it can be tough. And maybe I'm just making it sound easier than it is, but it's all about figuring out you know, first realizing you're not going to have a 100% days every single day. You're not going to be your best version of yourself every single day. You can try to be, you know, go to bed early, proper nutrition, workout, make sure, you know, your kids aren't having too much screen time, make sure you're balancing, you know, homework and just all these little day-to-day -day things, they add up. And I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, everybody has a job in this household in order to make the household run smoothly. If you want mom and dad to be the best versions of themselves, like you guys got to help out too. Little things like that. And so um, my kids are ages 15, 10, going to be five in January and just turned three. So we call them the older two and the little two. So <laughs> we've got this big gap. And when I, uh, when our second oldest was fixing to go into school, I was in nursing school wow. and then we found out we were pregnant. And so we were like, Oh my goodness, what do we do? Like, you know, you're in nursing school, Dean's list, all that. And in the back of my mind, it wasn't really what I wanted to do. And, uh, my in-laws, my father-in-law, he's got a, a construction business. And so he, we're from Tennessee. And so back home, um, you know, he would tell me you can do real estate. And I'm like, no, like that's salesy. Like that's not me. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. So fast forward to being uh, surprised pregnant with number three nursing school. And it's like, what are we going to do? Um, we had some money set aside. And so we were like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do my real estate course and see where that takes us. Cause that'll give us the most flexibility for our schedules because being military, he may be working two to 10 P for a month. And then the next month he's working six P to six A, or he's working, you know, a normal nine to five and it can change without a notice. Wow. Um, and, yeah. And so it's, it makes things difficult or, Hey, I'm on duty this weekend and I wasn't supposed to be. So now he's working the weekend. So things are constantly changing and you just got to learn to pivot and take, take everything as it comes and just learn to not let it control you and learn to just 
adapt and go. And so we've never also done daycare. Never really been a thing that we've wanted to do. And I've always strived to be a more present parent, a parent that tries to, you know, nurture a relationship with their kids. And I don't want to stick them in daycare all day long and then just spend the evenings with them. But I found I'm having to rely on a village. You have to build your village. And when somebody says, hey, I'm willing to watch, you know, your kids for you, or hey, if you ever need any help, don't be afraid to ask. Seriously, don't be afraid to ask. Lean <laughs> on your people. I promise they do not say it if they don't mean it. And I know sometimes I have too much pride and I will say, no, like I'm good. And I could have two broken arms and two broken legs and you're still going to see me wheeling the trash can down to the curb because I'm stubborn. <laughs> so all in all, just leaning on your village learning to adapt to the ever-changing military. Um, like Nate's going to be gone, you know, for about three, four months here in a couple months again. Oh, wow. And so it's just going to be me and the kids again. And uh, I always take those times when he's gone and take it as a challenge sort of and be like, okay, this is our schedule. This is what it looks like. The older two are amazing with helping out with the kids when needed. Like they, this week, my 15 uh, year old is going to babysit the other three while I go show houses. It's in the evening. My husband's not home in the evenings and it's just is what it is right now. And so same thing for when he's gone, like, well, we kind of just lean on each other and you get a little lax and it's like, okay, Hey, like there's dishes in the sink. Like it's fine. It'll, you know, you, you fit everything in when needed. Your house doesn't have to be Pinterest worthy 24 seven. Your life doesn't have to look Facebook perfect, Instagram perfect <laughs> all the time because we only show show and share the good things that we want to on social media. Right. 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 Like most people aren't sharing, you know, their setbacks and their challenges. And I try to share a little bit of that, but you know, behind the scenes, we we're not always as put together as it seems. And so learning to accept that and learning to accept whatever your parenting style is that works for your lifestyle. It's okay. You know, my parenting style with my older two is completely different than it is with my younger two. We do parents stay out with the little two. Uh, we do where we have heavily relied on. I've got a couple great people in my life that have watched my kids for me all day long so I can show houses all day long. Um, you know, and it's, is it consistent? Sometimes, but everybody that's in my village knows that my schedule changes a lot between a buyer calling and saying, Hey, I want to see a house this week or somebody sending me a referral and they want to see a house tomorrow. And that wasn't in the agenda this week. Like you just learn to pivot and go. And then on top of that, it's like, you know, you gotta, you don't want to put too much on your plate. You've got to learn to say no. You've got to learn to have boundaries and you've got to respect those boundaries with yourself too, with your kids, with your spouse, with, you know, I had a client call yesterday and was like, Hey, can I see a house at six o'clock this evening? And I was like, Hey, like I'm not available. And sometimes in those instances, like this house is vacant. So sometimes in that instance, I might say, Hey, the seller needs more of a heads up or there's not availability this evening, but knowing that it was vacant and that I had to be 100% like straight up, like, Hey, I'm not available this evening. Like what other days this week work for you? And then kind of go from there. You just gotta, you know, that was my boundary. I wasn't going to drop everything, not cook dinner this evening, just to go show a buyer house last minute. So boundaries, boundaries are important. 
<laughs> for sure. I mean, I can definitely, the four years I was in real estate, I was a buyer's agent. And so I was, it made me, um, almost chuckle a little bit. Like when you talk about needing or how real estate provides you some flexibility, which is necessary with your husband being in the military. Um, it's so true, um, because, you know, with his schedule changing and, and it would be very difficult for you to have that sort of set schedule. But at the same time, a lot of people really from the outside looking in, don't realize how, even though real estate can be quote unquote, uh, flexible, um, you always have people asking for your time at all different times of day. They have all, they, they all have their own schedules. And so there's a lot of demand on your time. Um, I mean, uh, potentially 24 seven, um, because, you know, especially in, in markets where, where people want to see stuff right away and things sell quickly. And, um, so it's definitely, um, gosh, it's a, it's a challenge to, to maintain and, um, to even to set those boundaries and feel like you can stick to that. Um, I know I, I, I have no doubt unless it was just me. Um, I have no doubt that was a struggle to, to say, I can't do it today. You know, that's not an easy thing to, to say to people, but it's super necessary. And so, um, totally understand what you're coming from there and, and really good for you being able to, to, you know, to feel comfortable enough in your own skin to say, Hey, I, I can't be there in an hour. <laughs> Sometimes Absolutely. I can today. That's not going to happen. Yes. It's so hard because it's like, you know, you want to honor and be true to yourself, but you don't want to disappoint someone else. And, um, Cody Hardridge, you know, he's always said, you know, from the caveman era, like we fear rejection because, you know, if you weren't good enough or, you know, you got thrown out of the cave and if you got thrown out of the cave, like what's going to happen to you in that era. So we've, we all naturally fear rejection. We hate being told no, we hate being a disappointment, but you have to learn, you can't please everyone and still remain, you know, honest to yourself. And when you start pleasing too many people and not taking care of yourself, you're not the best version of yourself. And when you're not the best version of yourself, you can't be the best, you know, real estate agent. You can't be the best mom. You can't be the best spouse. You can't be the best, you know, friend, any of that when you're not putting yourself first as well. And so for me, like, you know, I'm really big on schedules with my kids. Like, you know, you come home, you can have 30 minutes to wind down after you got home from school you do your chores. And then after you do your chores, you know, you can have your free time that you will. I give my little to the tablet when it's dinner time. So I can cook and jam out to music. I love cooking. I'm sure you've seen my posts, but cooking and baking are a passion of mine. And so um, I try to cook right now. I was telling myself every single night, like five nights a week, I had to cook. Well, now I'm cooking every other night and we're having the leftovers from the night before for that night to lessen up on my plate. I'm not putting as much pressure on my plate. And so, you know, I can free up my head space and stuff like that. And, um, just managing that time. And then, so, you know, after dinner, my older two, one's going to put away the food and one's going to clean up the dishes. And then I get the little ones ready for bed and they're in bed by seven o'clock after seven o'clock, you know, then it's the 10 year olds in bed by eight, eight 30. And then the 15 year olds in bed by nine 30. And then, 
he's 15. You don't need me to tuck him in. So <laughs> usually about 8.30, from 8.30 to 9.30, that's my time to wind down, take a bath, read a book, whatever it may be. Sometimes I get on Canva and I create my little templates or I go through and look at my calendar to see what I'm doing tomorrow. Or, you know, I look and I say, hey, like, you know, here's my notes of things I need to do. Here's who I need to follow up with, things like that. So every night, it's not the same thing, but it's just essentially getting caught up and taking time for myself to make sure um, that I can properly manage my business and properly manage being a mom. But the consistency of both of those is, it's not gonna look the same day to day. Would you say, and what would you say is the biggest struggle in doing both? Because it, certainly they each have their own individual struggles, but, you know, doing both at the same time, what would you say is the biggest struggle to balance Because that's the word, right? Like everybody wants to find balance between work life and home life. And, um, but what would you say is, has been the greatest struggle that you've had to overcome in doing both? So the greatest struggle for me to overcome both is honestly being, being fully engaged. So, and what that may sound like is, you know, the version I have of the mom I want to be and the version I have of the real estate agent and working professional that I want to be may look different, you know, from person to person, but being, trying to be fully engaged in the ways that I want to be present for my kids and then trying to be fully engaged with my clients and my real estate business the way that I want to has been the most difficult thing for me. I took honestly last year was I call it a messy year for me. I took the last year off and I tried to be more present with my kids. And I loved that time, but I also realized my mental health cannot handle, I've never had two kids close in age. They've all, if you notice with the ages, they're all five, six years apart. And then those last two are just about two years apart. And so having two kids that are dependent on me with most of their things that they need, um, there's a lot for my mental health and me realizing that and then have stepping back more into the workforce um, has been a big thing for me. So realizing, Hey, this is how I can be fully engaged with my kids and that's okay. And accepting that that's okay. And Hey, this is how I can be fully engaged right now with my real estate business. And that's okay. Cause it's a season of my life and the season's not going to last forever. Wow. That's so true. Yeah. What? So, um, you know, it's, it's, I love that you talked about how, you know, like your, um, for your mental, for your mental health, even though it was great to take that time, um, you also wanted to get back to being a real estate agent. And I think a lot of times, even though there is that struggle of balance and that struggle of being present and, and trying to do both things at a high level, I think a lot of times being, being a business leader, there are ways that that can help us in our parenting and vice versa. You know, even though your kids may be small and you're working with adults as a real estate agent, like there are still these principles and kind of underlying things that I think are very transferable between being a business leader and being a parent and doing those well. What are some things that, that you maybe have experienced or you could look back on and say, I maybe wouldn't have handled that in the same way if 
like a, a business issue where maybe being a parent taught you a different way of interacting with people or maybe the other way around? What are some ways that you feel like maybe one has made you do a better job at the other? Yeah. So I think that's a great, um, a great question. And so there's one saying that my mom has always said that if it hurts you worse than it hurts them, you're doing the right thing. And so same thing with my kids, like, do I want to be their best friend? Absolutely. Is that what's most beneficial for them all the time? Absolutely not. Being in real estate and going from being a mom to a real estate agent, I didn't have that thick skin, that courage, that all that stuff. Being in real estate, you meet so many people, so many different types of people, different you know values, different principles, different core beliefs, um, different boundaries, and learning that every single person is different and that even people that you might lump into the same category of people, they're all also gonna be vastly different from one another, um, from their day-to-day -day routines, from the way they think, and maybe on the exterior, they look the same, but they operate differently. And so learning how to navigate every single person and essentially be a thick skinned chameleon is what I like to call it. You know, you learn how to pick up on people's body language. You learn quickly what their boundaries are. You, you, you know, ask the right questions and just look at body language. That has helped me with my little two. And I was just having a conversation with my best friend in Tennessee the other day about how what I've learned in the past couple of years by meeting so many different types of people and just learning all about people that I wish I could have taken that knowledge and used it with my older two that I have now. I am a much more patient and a much more understanding mom with these little two than I was the younger two or the older two rather. And so I think um, just having that face to face and meeting people and getting to know people really kind of helped me understand my little two and how to be more patient with them and more understanding. And, you know, you meet other parents too, and you see their parenting styles. And then you look at their kids who may be older than, you know, your kids and you're like, okay, Hey, like they, their kids turned out great. Like I'm going to take some advice from what, you know, they've said or, you know, things like that. Yeah. The Schiffer Lending Team with Canopy Mortgage is proud to bring you this episode of the Business Rents Podcast. Being a great leader means leaving a legacy. One of the common ways people leave a financial legacy at home is through real estate. At the Schiffer Lending Team, we are honored to be a part of that journey. If you'd like to explore what that might look like for you, reach out to us by email, home at schifferlendingteam.com. Gosh, it's um, I love the conversation of and and you've touched on it and um, Corey can weigh in on it too. We definitely um, so our kids are 24, 22, 20 and 17. And um, the difference in our parenting from the 24 year old to the 17 year old is um I, I think our older kids would kill to have the parents that the 17 year old has. <laughs> and, yeah. and really what's funny is even now um, we have two little grandbabies that are one and three and to um, of course it's different when you're a grandparent, yeah. but I, with the way that I, the way that I feel that I interact with them, even something as simple as 
when they're crying or, or having a little bit of a fit. Um, the way I handled that as a parent versus now at, at my age, I can just smile and have so much patience and it's fine when my son's getting stressed about it. And I'm like, son, it's, they're just being kids. It's fine. Um, that evolves so much as you, as you parent, I think people that have three and four kids, um, can especially relate because you have that gap where you're growing as a person, like you said, and, and your career is changing you and it changes, it, it impacts who you are at home. And so you evolve, but I think that that's so good though. It's so refreshing to hear people talk about that because I think sometimes, um, people get stuck in, how they're maybe how they're a parent and they don't have that evolution of you know what looking back i could have done this better i I could have been different here and i'm gonna go ahead and and grow myself and apply that and parent differently for those younger children and um it's just it's such a it's such a journey and an evolution and it's so important. I feel like to find those ways to grow and allow yourself. And then as your older kids get older, you can have these conversations because I think they, they look at it and they're like, why weren't you like that with me? <laughs> and why are you, why are you letting this person do this? And you never let me do that. And it's not about um, getting to have those conversations of, it's not about you. It's not that I didn't feel like I could trust you in that way. It's that I've changed and, yeah. and I, you know, parents are always just doing the best in the moment they're in and we love our kids with all of our hearts and we do the very best for them. But, but as they get older, what our best is looks different and our best grows. And so we get to be um, our, our younger kids get the privilege of having a better version of us if we're growing. And so, um, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely a cool, uh, it's a subject I love to talk to people about just that evolution of, of our parenting as our kids grow. Same. And you know, that my older ones, even each one individually is going to have a different perspective of mom and dad than, you know, the little ones do, you know, the, way they might, you know, see us is going to be different than my older ones do. And, and that's okay. And I think for the older two, seeing that, um, we aren't stagnant, that, um, if you learn to take what life throws at you and grow from that and evolve from that and don't let it, you know, stop you, or at least not stop you for too long. Um, don't let it hold you back. Don't let it, you know, send you on a downward spiral, anything like that. Just learning how everything that happens in life and how to tackle that and not just stay stagnant through it all and handling every situation the same, you know, versus, you know, reacting to every single thing, sit back, think for five seconds and then respond to something. Um, I think just, you know, looking back in life, my, you know, friends and family, there's so many people that are still the same, the person that they were in high school and, uh, and it makes me feel sad for them that, you know, they haven't grown and haven't been able to see things a little differently. Like you said, you know, grandbaby versus kids. I think you, you know, you've seen, you've been through all the stages. And so, you know, hey, 
when they're a newborn and they're crying, they can't communicate, you know, do they have an itch? Do they have a dirty diaper? Are they hungry? You know, what, you know, everything's new for them too. And so I think you just have more patience because you have more understanding. Definitely. Definitely. And that, uh, that too, I think, um, being a real estate agent, I think that evolution helps so much that direction too, you know, because you are working with so many different people who have different backgrounds, different, their context is different. Their story is different. And so you really have to learn, you have to learn to relate to so many different people, big part of their life. Right. So it's not, I mean, you have to be so much for that person in order for them to have success in the journey of buying or selling a home. And so, um, there's, you don't get a lot of time to improve yourself in the moment, right? Like you, Correct. you, you it, in order to earn their trust and help them be successful, like you have to same, always be growing and evolving, but, um, being able to relate to different people, is such a key part of being a real estate agent, it, especially because when somebody's choosing a real estate agent, they, gosh, they have hundreds or thousands of people to choose from, right? And so, everybody and is so a real estate agent. Right? Their, <laughs> right. I mean, so to earn earn someone's trust who may be very different from you um, is it really takes a lot of skill to. And, and just interpersonal um, talent to build trust, to build a relationship, and to what we really believe, believe in, build a relationship that's for life, being their real estate agent for life, not just one transaction. You know, that's our goal is just a lot of adaptability and, and skill and, and growth over the years. So um, it really is a cool, uh, you know, we talk to a lot of people in different industries, um, you know, in different fields and and how those principles carry over from at home to in the business place but i think being a real estate agent is a really i'd love to see like studies or something i guess it's a really cool um sort of field to look at that transa translation from home to to work yeah i mean uh and you know for self most self-employed people we don't have a you know, work starts at nine and ends at five mindset. Like I clock in and clock out type deal. Like I, my work is home with me. My work is unpredictable. And, um, for me, I always try to find, you know, if somebody's calling me at six o'clock at night and I'm able to answer the phone, cool, I'm going to answer it. You know, I just try to make sure that from the get go, people understand that like I am a professional and that I'm not always going to be available in the evenings or, um, I'm not going to be, you know, available first thing in the morning, you know, getting kids to school and stuff like that. But setting up those expectations up front, uh, communication is huge for me with my clients and relatability is a huge thing for me, too. And so I always try to find at least one thing that we can relate on, even if it's like, oh, cool, you have a dog. I have a dog, too. Or, hey, you've got multiple kids. I've got multiple kids. Um, things like that. Or, hey, like you love to go off roading in the Jeep. So do we like just find some kind of common ground um, that we can talk on. And not everybody is going to be a perfect match for me. And you have to learn to accept that. And, you know, doors open and close for a reason in real estate all the time. Some doors reopen. But I think 
being consistent with your follow-up and being consistent with your communication. Am I everybody's best friend? No. Do some of my clients think that we're best friends? Maybe. But having that uh, communication with everyone and telling them that, hey, when the transaction ends, like our relationship's not over. You're painting your house and you need a painter? Like, I got you. Like, you need a contact because your hot water tank went out? Reach out to me. I've got you. I'm going to check on you, you know, every six months or around the holidays and stuff like that. And was I like that at the very early stages of my career? Absolutely not. Are there clients that I lost because of that? Absolutely. Um, but now as I've grown as not only a mom, but as a real estate agent, and I think doing and meeting multiple people and selling millions and millions worth of real estate that you learn as you go. And I look back and there's so many things I would change. And, um, I hope that like, you know, my clients that were my clients two, three years ago, aren't looking at me now and being like, well, gosh, like, does she not like me? Cause she didn't give me that same treatment or she didn't follow up with me. Like she does like the person I referred to her, like I, you know, I'm getting there. Everything's getting consistent. I did not have a CRM up until this year. Um, I ADHD, it's a blessing and a curse all at the same time. Um, <laughs> and just, I think, uh, I, yep, that just went straight from my mind. So, oh my goodness. But yeah, I, I, we just, you have to learn to, you know, realize that you're, there's so much business out there. There's so many houses out there and you can go and find your own. Some are going to, you know, come your way, but you can't get upset if, you know, you lose a deal. Like there's just, there's so much to be sold and so many people to meet and maybe you lost a deal or you didn't click with that person and it was a blessing in disguise. You know, you don't want to work with somebody who doesn't value you or somebody that's having to force themselves to like you or anything like that. I only want to work with people that actually value me, trust me. And, you know, if they like me, great. If they like me, you know, if they don't, that's fine too. And I've learned to be okay with that. Like I'm used to be such a people pleaser and I wanted everybody to like me. I didn't want anybody to hate me. Like I would change the way I talk to somebody, the way I dressed, whatever for each client. I don't do that now. You get Caitlin rolling up in a cardigan and a t-shirt or yoga pants and like athletic wear is my jam. Um, I am like, I always joke, I'm a girly tomboy. I'm not, you're not going to be seeing me dressed up in anything fancy. Like I remember the first time um, I went to Gallardia and I walk up and there's this sign that says um, dress code, no tank tops, no jeans, no open toe shoes. And I had on a tank top, jeans and sandals. And I was like, Oh, shit, like, I'm literally breaking the dress code. And then I was like, I would be so uncomfortable, like not wearing this. And then I remember from that, I tried to like dress more professional. And I always felt so out of my element. And so in this last year, I've just been like, F it. I am who I am. I say cuss words, I don't dress up all the time. Like, you get what you get, but you know what? I'm providing value and knowledge. Yeah, definitely. And it's cool too. So talking a little bit the other direction, like it's cool, I think too, for your kids to get to watch that because there's really, really good parenting lessons in what you were just saying. I mean, in regards to like being true to yourself and not changing who you are to please other people. And, um, you know, just like being comfortable in your own skin. Those are things that you're doing in business that 
a 15 year old going to school that's a struggle every day all of yes, those things <laughs> i mean so to get to model that in business and allow your children to see kind of see that in act because we all want to tell our kids that right like we want to encourage our kids to be comfortable in their skin and be who they are and and be true to themselves and stick to their guns and their convictions and we as parents want to tell all of our kids that but we don't always get to model that for them in a way that they can be like oh mom doesn't just say that like she's actually Love doing it. that in her life and it sh teaches them too that um that's not going to change as you become an adult you're still going to have those struggles you're still going to have to be able to do those things if you want to you know like be a be successful but be enjoy the journey as an adult too and so um there's some really really cool nuggets there for just um i, I was even going to ask and i think you're kind of already already touching on it but like um my the way that i like to put it is if if you could look forward and see um one of your children or or all of your children on a podcast in the future and they were asked by the host what is something that you learned about business from your mom like you saw your mom be a real estate agent you watched her along that journey now you're in business what did you learn about business that you learned at home um what would you hope they would say in response to that or what do you hope you're teaching them as a business owner that they will carry into their lives going forward uh dedication i am uh very dedicated to my work and dedicated to my kids and stuff as well but i hope that they see that you know when there's a hurdle or a challenge you know thrown at me whether it's personal and there's my cat whether it's personal or it's uh work related just being like okay hey like she tackled that with grace like she didn't lose her shit. she didn't freak out like i remember one time um a title company sent a check after closing to somebody else instead of another vendor and the vendor reached out to me and was like hey um you know where's the check from us installing the carpet and i was like oh well you know it was sent to you after closing you know, I contact the title company and they're like, oh my gosh, like we sent it to the wrong person. We'll, you know, we'll void it immediately. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. Like, you know, how long do you think that'll take? When do you think you can get it? And she was like, why are you not cussing me out right now? And I was like, why, why would I cuss you out right now? Like that would be irrelevant and non-productive. Like we're humans. We make mistakes. We're not fucking robots. We're not going to be perfect every day. I was like, it happens. And the situation is fixable. Like we're fixing it. Like there's no reason for me to get upset um so i think like tackling things with grace and just seeing that hey you can work really hard and things might look a little messy behind the scenes but you're still presentable out in person you're taking care of your mental health you're making good money and you're still fostering these relationships with your family and that it is possible that it's just how you do it and you don't let you know somebody that may have cussed me out earlier in the day, like ruin the rest of my day or anything like that. You're not going to see me like in a bad mood. You're going to see me jamming out to music and cooking dinner. Um, and I think just uh, really just knowing that anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Um, and it's just how you handle everything. 
That's um, just, I love, I, I love those principles that um, are like evergreen, <laughs> you know, that, that they can apply to their lives now and um, are, are things that are going to build that character in them to, to set them up for success in the future. And so it's so cool to get to, to model that um, and then, you know, see it, see it play out in their lives um, as well. Well, I, I'd love to ask this as kind of a, a wrap up question. Um, and so I want to ask if, if I'm sitting in my car listening to this podcast today and I've been inspired by it and I'm motivated and I'm thinking I want to do better at running my business and I want to be a better parent. And I don't like, I don't really know, I guess, how to start or sometimes the hardest thing is just to get going. Um, and so if I'm listening to this today and I want to start being a better business owner and I want to start being a better parent, what would you say is something that I can take action on today to get started? My thing would be why, why do you want to, what is your driving force behind that? Why do you want to be successful at work? Why, you know, when you figure out your why, then you can go back and you can be like, okay, this is my why. Now, how am I going to achieve that? What am I going to do? What is going to be the driving force behind that? If your why is not strong enough, you're not going to work hard enough. Um, and I think just for me knowing like, hey, like I want to provide a good life for my kids. I want to be able to set myself up for to be able to retire and not have to work. And the same thing for my husband, like once he's retired and out of the military, um, you know, he doesn't need to go to work and get a job. He can garden, do whatever he wants. But why? Why do we want to do that? Do we want to have, you know, a more relaxed life? Do we want to be able to travel? You know, what you just have to find that why. And when you find that why, make it your driving factor and push yourself, give it, make it your motivation. Your why needs to be your motivation. If you don't have motivation, you're not going to get anything done. Exactly. Love that. So if somebody lives around the Oklahoma City metro and they're thinking about buying or selling a home and they're like, I connect with Caitlin, I want to get a hold of her, I want to use her as my real estate agent, what, how do they go about, where can they find you, um, what's the best way for them to reach out to you to get connected? Yeah, so you can find me at Caitlin Morley Realtor on Facebook, K Morley Realtor on Instagram. I will put my personal phone number out there and it is an area code 865-679-6222. And typically when you find me on social media, you'll find more of my contact info as well. Awesome. Perfect. I, I hear 865. I, I keep forgetting that we both lived in Tennessee. Um, and so I love that we have that in common too. Uh, we, uh, we definitely love <laughs> the mountains of Tennessee and miss that. And, um, so that's awesome, but yeah. thank you. Thank you so much for, for joining us today and sharing your journey with us. And, um, we're just privileged to get to know you and hope, uh, I really believe that, that your story and being a mom and being a business owner. And, um, I just think it's going to be really encouraging and, um, just motivating for the people out there listening. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. 
Yeah, of course. And I just hope that, you know, anybody that's out there that's a young mom, I was a mom at 17. And just knowing like, hey, just because you're a young mom or your spouse joined the military, that's not going to stop you. You know, if you put your mind to it, it's possible. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed this content, hit subscribe or follow and share the show with a friend. Thanks for listening to the Business Rents Podcast, made possible by the Schiffer team with Canopy Mortgage.